A financial plan requires planning. It's savings, RRSPs, investments, and planning for the unexpected. TD Term Life Insurance can help protect your family's financial future if you were to unexpectedly pass away. You can apply for TD Term Life Insurance online or over the phone by speaking to a licensed advisor. If you're under the age of 55, you could be approved for up to $500,000 of coverage without a medical exam. Conditions apply. TD Term Life Insurance is underwritten by TD Life Insurance Company. Visit tdinsurance.com slash termlife to learn more. Investigations have been opened into allegations of misconduct against the current and former Chiefs of Defence staff. Even as the Canadian military tries to reckon with a checkered history on dealing with sexual abuse within the ranks, it's looking into claims against retired General John Vance and Admiral Art MacDonald. I'm Dave Breckenridge, and this is 10-3. Ottawa citizen reporter David Paglesi, who covers defense and military issues, joins me to discuss the allegations, what could happen as a result, and what this means for the military's attempts to address abuse. Don't forget you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, wherever you get your favorite podcasts. I'd love it if you could leave us a rating, a review, and tell your friends about us. So David, Canada's military, which has been facing criticism in recent years for failing to properly deal with reports of harassment or sexual assault, has been rocked by allegations against the highest ranked soldiers in the land. Now, first, what do we know about the allegations against General John Vance, who was, until recently, the chief of defense staff? The allegations against Vance are that he conducted an ongoing and long-term relationship with an officer well below his rank. At one point, uh, the woman uh, reported to him. The woman has uh, made allegations that he affected her career. Mm -hmm. And then the second allegation against Vance is in 2012, a uh, young uh, female officer asked him for career advice. Uh, He was a general at the time. And uh, he responded to her allegedly with a uh, invitation to uh, go to a, uh, a clothing optional uh, resort. He announced his retirement last summer, I believe, and was going to stay on in the post until a replacement form was found. But when did these claims surface? Was it right after he announced his retirement or was there a bit of a, a period between the retirement announcement and then people decided to come forward and, and make these claims public? The allegations came forward after he entirely had left the job. So January 14th is when the uh, new uh, chief of defense staff, Admiral Art McDonald, took over. And so then we uh, saw allegations being made against uh, General Vance, who is still in the Canadian forces. He's just burning up his uh, retirement leave and that type of thing. Now, when it comes to the Vance investigation, what kind of steps are we going to see here? Is it going to be an internal investigation then get wrapped up and sent to the defense minister. What's the process for looking at this kind of allegation against a high-ranking official in the military? Well, the Liberal government has said that there's going to be a, quote, independent examination. We have no details at all about this so-called independent examination, nor do we have any timeline. So it's, it's a black hole on that. The military police have launched an investigation into the allegations against General Vance, Uh, This is the uh, Canadian Forces uh, National Investigative Service. Now, some critics are pointing out this is problematic because ultimately the uh, NIS reports to a system that reports to the vice chief of the defense staff. The vice chief of the defense staff reports to the chief of defense staff. 
So you've got a kind of essentially it's an internal investigation. So D and D, or sorry, the Canadian Forces is looking at its own. Is there a chance that this could wind up kind of like the Jody Wilson-Raybould stuff wound up in committee where people were asking the government tough questions, MPs asking the government tough questions about the inner workings of government? Could we see opposition MPs trying to question the defense minister about the inner workings of the Canadian forces for the public to see? We've already uh, started to see that. So the Commerce Defense Committee has held a couple of hearings and uh, Sajjan, the uh, defense minister, uh, Harjit Sajjan, uh, has appeared. Uh, he didn't really answer most of the questions, claiming that uh, since there is a police investigation, he couldn't answer those. And as well, he claimed that, uh, you know, there's a report that um, Gary Walburn, the uh, former Canadian Forces ombudsman, had come to him in 2018 with the allegations about General Vance and that Sajjan did nothing. So uh, the defense minister says he cannot discuss that because the discussions between him and the ombudsman are confidential. Now, on Wednesday, the Commons Defense Committee will hear from Gary Walburn whether he'll be able to actually speak because of confidentiality uh, clauses and such uh, remains to be seen. So as you said, you know, after Vance announced his retirement, the government searched for a replacement and Early this year, promoted Admiral Art MacDonald, who had been commander of the Royal Canadian Navy. But his promotion didn't last long before he had to step aside. When were allegations brought forward against MacDonald? Well, uh, Harjit Sajjan says he heard about those allegations shortly after MacDonald took command uh, as chief of the defense staff on uh, January uh, 14th. So uh, military police are investigating allegations of misconduct against him. Admiral McDonald has voluntarily stepped aside from the job while this uh, police investigation is underway. Now, do we know the nature of these allegations? I know we have a bit more detail on the allegations against General Vance, but in terms of Admiral McDonald, do we know kind of, are they sexual in nature? Is it general misconduct? Is it harassment? What are the allegations against McDonald? The police won't officially say. Uh, there have been news reports that indicate that sexual misconduct that had taken place on a ship around 2010, 2012. In recent years, the military, along with other institutions in Canada, have had to reckon with the idea that they're not doing enough when it comes to addressing sexual harassment, sexual assault, even violence against women in the workforce. Even in McDonald's new role, he'd been talking about the need to get tough on misconduct, correct? Yeah, I mean, he was talking about the, first of all, he apologized to those who have, uh, in the ranks, who have faced uh, sexual harassment, misconduct, or racism. And that was one of his first things in his acceptance speech on January 14th, as he took over from uh, yeah, the chief of defense staff. Even hours before he uh, had to step aside from CDS job, because of the police investigation, he had sent out a message to all military personnel to come forward with information if they have any on sexual harassment. Obviously, this isn't the greatest look for the Canadian forces, but how bad is it really? As someone who covers the military, for the perception that there's misconduct all the way to the highest ranks. Yeah, this is the worst I've seen it. So if you think back, so in 95, 1995, McLean's Magazine had a large expose about sexual assault in the Canadian forces. Mm-hmm. And the military supposedly acted. Then in the 2000s, McLean came back with another report. Uh, the military acted. 
then McLean's came back with another report around 2014. The military acted and uh, brought in Marie Deschamps, the uh, former Supreme Court uh, judge. She conducted a massive study, found that there is a toxic atmosphere and it came to sexual misconduct in the Canadian forces, right up to the leadership. One of Vance's first things that he brought about as chief of defense staff when he was named in 2015 was to launch this big crackdown on sexual assault. And it was called Operation Honor. That was quickly made fun of by military personnel as Hop Honor. And then, you know, six years later, we are here uh, where, you know, you've got sexual misconduct allegations hitting the very top of the Canadian police. Now, obviously, these allegations haven't been proven. They're being investigated. Right. Is there a chance that either Vance or McDonald could face charges? Could Vance face any penalties affecting, say, his rank or his pension even past his retirement? And could McDonald face removal from his post? The NIS does not have a good track record when it comes to finding wrongdoing about senior leaders. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, there's talk within the military that this is almost kind of a public relations show. Now the NIS will say they're diligently working this file. So we don't know what the outcome is. We don't know uh, how long it's going to take. Technically, uh, charges could be laid. Whether there are is, is another matter. If there are no charges laid against McDonald's, for instance, there shouldn't be anything in the way of him coming back to chief of defense staff. However, there is this perception now out there that he's almost damaged goods, rightly or wrongly. So we'll see you know, how that transpires. What have either Vance or McDonald said about this, or have they remained relatively silent on the issue? So we've repeatedly asked uh, General Vance for comment, and, and he hasn't commented. He has commented to Global News via email and phone. And so he denies these allegations completely, and Admiral McDonald has not commented at all. And what about the women involved? Do we know where they're at in terms of you know their lives? Do they feel that the military had previously addressed complaints well enough? Have they spoken publicly since the allegations came to light? Well, the one woman that has come forward has been on uh, Global News saying that she has felt uh, that she's been let down by the Canadian forces and everyone knew about her long-term relationship with Vance. Uh, she believes that there should be a uh, separate inquiry into this uh, outside of the military. It's been a strange few years for the Canadian forces. On top of allegations against McDonald and allegations against Vance, we have the whole Mark Norman affair, which saw the vice chief of defense staff let go from the military over allegations that he was leaking classified information. What do you gather is actually going on with the Canadian forces right now that they keep seem to be stumbling about from one scandal to another? It's a big organization. There's always been issues. But yeah, with the Mark Norman situation, that was extremely high profile. The issue is that the Canadian Forces tries to control information, tries to control the narrative. And that doesn't always work in the sense that, for instance, the issue with Norman, it got into the courts. And so the public was able to see how the Canadian Forces senior leadership uh, was operating, as well as government. And so it didn't look too good for that. I mean, people are also pointing out that it was Vance who suspended Mark Norman from his job as vice chief of defense staff. And uh, you'll recall that at, at the time, there were no charges against Mark Norman. Mm -hmm. There was just unproven allegations. So Vance suspended Norman, 
And Hargit Sajjan, the defense minister, supported that 100%. So people are asking, and this has been asked in the common hearings, is why didn't Sajjan, when he was told in 2018, suspend Vance? You know, if that plays out, that's going to be a very interesting kind of avenue of information. Yeah. Now, all of these allegations are coming to light as the Department of National Defense is also dealing with some fairly serious procurement issues. You know, Mm -hmm. there's the $70 billion warship program. There's been concerns about the sidearms that are issued to Canadian soldiers. I believe you and I have spoken before about the issues with Canada's supply ship procurement in the past. Do these misconduct allegations make it harder for the military to do the work that needs to be done to properly supply our soldiers? I think uh, procurement and the sexual allegations are separate. Mm -hmm. It puts more pressure on, on the Canadian forces, but the procurement system has been flailing away for years without this other stuff. I mean, the Canadian surface combatant, uh, which you mentioned, has jumped in price from $14 billion to $77 billion. It is the largest single purchase in Canadian history, and critics are saying it's out of control, and taxpayers are going to be paying for these ships for generations. Uh, we've got a Coast Guard science ship that started out at $108 million, and it's now a billion dollars for one ship. So, um, you know, these are separate from uh, the other issues going on, but there are some real problems in procurement. What's leading to these cost overruns? How is it that we're running into these problems? Seemingly, every time there's a major procurement, we have these cost overruns. Well, one, there's no consequence in the system. So because it's public money, there's this attitude that the money just comes from somewhere. So instead of government, for instance, you know, the ship that's 10 times the cost, no one put the brakes on. No one said, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. The uh, South African Navy is building a a very similar ship with an ice-strengthened hull, and it's paying $170 million. The individuals that are running these programs face no consequences. It just keeps chugging along. Politicians seem to just keep writing the checks. And that's what's happening with the surface combatants as well. Now, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Military and defense issues aren't top of mind for a lot of Canadians. Do you feel that there may not be as much scrutiny on the procurement, on the misconduct allegations as there might normally be in, you know, the before times? Yeah, I I think so. I mean, for instance, the surface combatant at $77 billion in pre-pandemic, people might be asking some real questions. But now when we see in the pandemic relief funds and such where you've got billions of dollars being spent and put out there, this shipbuilding program kind of just merges into the background. Misconduct allegations, I think, are certainly getting a lot of attention inside the military. If you go on to some of the social media sites, you'll see a lot of angry military personnel who believe there's a, a double standard there. And just back to Vance and McDonald for one last question. What is next in terms of these investigations? Like, what is the next step? Or or could we see news on either fronts in the near term? I think it's going to uh, continue, you know, with, you know, death from a thousand cuts, so to speak. Or, you know, we still have to get the results of the police investigation. And then there's this uh, supposed independent examination. That could be the next shoe to drop. But this is kind of going to play out for for a while. All right. David, 
great reporting on the issue. Thanks very much for your time. Great. Thank you. 10-3 is produced by Sean Knox. Theme music by Bryce Hall. Thanks to my guest, David Paglazi. More from him at ottawacitizen.com. I'm Dave Breckenridge. Thanks for listening. Thank you.